I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 491 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, a legend is returning to the podcast today to kick off an incredible week here on First Class Fatherhood to take you right into the Father's Day weekend. Tony Hawk is a skateboarding icon and one of the most recognizable athletes in the world. I cannot tell you what an honor it is to have him back on the podcast here. The last time Tony stopped by was episode 168. That's available in the archives for you guys to go back and take a listen to. Uh, There is no telling how many skateboarders have been influenced by the Birdman who turned pro back in 1982. And Tony has always remembered his roots. He's always given back to the community with various philanthropic activities, including the Tony Hawk Foundation, which helps to build skate parks in underprivileged areas. His video game series, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, is a banger. But is there a new game in development? Rumors dropped online about that. I'm going to ask Tony about it. And it is a huge year for the skateboarding world, as skateboarding for the first time ever will be an official event at the Olympics. Tony Hawk is going to be there with the team. We're going to talk about that and so much more. Tony Hawk will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Tony Hawk was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch today's conversation between the skateboarding legend and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and if you are new to the podcast here, I would love to invite you to go and check out some of the other world-famous dads that I've interviewed right here on First Class Fatherhood, including Tom Brady, Dana White, Matthew McConaughey, Deion Sanders, and so many others. And later this week, the NFL superstar known as Megatron, Calvin Johnson, will be here with me. Megatron will be enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame over the summer. Also, Major League Baseball Hall of Famer and arguably the greatest hitting catcher of all time, Mike Piazza, joins me on the podcast as well. So let's go, dads. It's a very special week on First Class Fatherhood here. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, please hit me with a rating or review. That always goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with the Birdman, Tony Hawk. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, Dad, you have heard my interview with Navy SEAL Jocko Willink right here on First Class Fatherhood. Now I have teamed up with Jocko, and you guys can benefit. Jocko Willink has got an elite lineup of energy drinks, apparel, supplements, protein shakes, and so much more available at OriginMain.com. That's O-R-I-G-I-N-M-A-I-N-E.com. And you guys can save 10% off your order by using the promo code LACE10. Visit OriginMain.com or hit the link in the show notes and check out Jocko's awesome lineup of Go Energy drinks, milk, protein, and so much more. Crafted in America, built to work, made for life. If Jocko Willink is putting his name on it, you better believe it's a quality product. So go. Visit OriginMain.com and use the promo code LACE10 and you're going to save 10% off your order. There's only one Jocko Willink, but there are multiple Jocko Willink products on OriginMain.com. Visit OriginMain.com or hit the link in today's show notes. Use the promo code LACE10. Save 10% off and go get some. Uh, joining me now, first class father, Tony Hawk. Welcome back to first class fatherhood. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, it's awesome to have you here again. I don't think you had any more since the last time we spoke. How old are the kids now? How are they doing? 
<laughs> yes, uh, there, there are no more to be had. Let's put it that way. Um, uh, how old are they? They're uh, 28, 22, 22, um, 19, 18, and 12. Man, yeah, that, that, that's good stuff. And the last time we spoke, Tony, you had just posted the, the, the video of your daughter overcoming her fear of the skateboard. Uh, that video obviously went, went viral. How is she doing now? How has her progress been on the skateboard? She's still doing good. She's kind of gotten out of skating um, in the last couple, oh, in the last year or so, uh, mostly because none of her friends were skating. And so it was just the thing that we did together. And it, it got to be that she wanted to you know, she wanted to join what what the sports that her friends were doing. So she um, started up in lacrosse. Um, and that's been great because she's really she's enjoyed it. She's starting to get a lot better at it. And she likes the community. And um, it was funny. I She and I basically learned to throw and catch the ball together. <laughs> and then once she joined a team, she got exceedingly better than me at it. Yeah, that's one of those games that I really don't know much about. I enjoy watching it. I just never was involved in it as a kid, so I'm not too familiar with it. And uh, what, what would you consider to be, Tony, the top values that you hope to instill in all your kids growing up? Oh, um, I, I think uh, having accountability um, and being responsible. And, and I mean, you know, it's all, it all seems cliche, but making, making good choices, if, if nothing else, that's what I hope that I've led them by example with is making good choices and um, for them to also take time for themselves, you know, to, to not just be so hyper-focused on work or on, um, on goals and to, to goof around. I mean, that, you know, as, as silly as that sounds, that keeps your mental health so much in check. With them, I mean, that's the, you know, that's, that's what I try to, that's usually where I find my balance is, is just kind of doing, doing stuff with them, you, you know, however, however, um, playful or, uh, or what seems like a waste of time to have time with them is never a waste of time. Yeah. Well said, Tony. And and then on that, I know a lot of the things I ask a lot of the elite athlete, elite athletes that come on the show here, you know, as a son myself, you know, we always seek that approval from our dad. We want our dad to be proud of us. We, we look up to him to have a dad. That's Tony Hawk. That's a lot to live up to. It could be overwhelming, uh, especially for your sons. Did, did you ever feel that kind of pressure? Obviously Riley had his own skateboarding career it was great in his own right, but did you ever feel that pressure from your kids growing up and how did you kind of navigate that to make sure that they didn't feel that pressure? Um, yeah, I think that, that that it was more more an issue with my oldest son because he chose to be a pro skateboarder, and so there was always that sort of shadow looming and expectation of him. But he managed to really take it in his own direction and do a style of skating that I don't do, and and find an audience of people that weren't necessarily just because of my that the, they they were fans of mine. Um. And the other kids, uh, I, they, I think that they understand that, but but they just enjoy skating. Like they just enjoy having fun with it. So it's not it's not that they feel like oh I've got to live up to something. Um, and the funny thing is they're all really good at it in their own way, and they all have their own style, and they all have their own crew. And a lot of that crew does not include me. <laughs> so. When they're out skating, like they don't want, they don't want me hanging around. 
you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, like I'm the dad at the party or something. Well, it's got to be cool for you to look down and, and see them doing it in their own right. It's got to be pretty cool. And then one, one thing I talk about on my podcast a lot, Tony, is the fatherless crisis that we have going on. We got so many kids growing up without a father or a father figure in their life, and it's having a devastating result on our society. And one of the major reasons given for this is divorce. Dads get pushed out through the divorce process. You've been through this, and you have a great co-parenting situation going on with a blended family. So what kind of advice do you have for the dad out there who may be just on the onset of the divorce, uh, uh, you know, a co-parenting situation? and a blended family uh I, I think my best advice is just to, to stay present don't give up and you got you sometimes you got to fight for it um and and sometimes you can't just leave it up to your kids necessarily like, what do you want to do what you know what about what about next wednesday it's just like set a schedule and stick to it because i've noticed that especially with with um my youngest that i, I do, if i'm just leaving the the decisions up to her or the schedule She's she's not going to choose necessarily stuff that we're going to do together or to, to be at, with me. And but she needs that sort of um, that schedule and that consistency. And so that's the best advice I have is just to stay consistent with it. Be, be ready, be present and push through the um, the challenges of of what seems like elements that are not going to allow you to be with them. Cause you've got it. You've got to keep, <laughs> you got to keep treading water. You got to stay, stay with them. And, um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, it's all, it's worth the effort. That's, yeah, that's my bottom line, you know, and, and sometimes it seems like it's just an uphill battle all the time, um, to, to make time or to, to get a schedule going and you just got to find it and stick with it. And, and that's what I've learned through, um, through these, this crazy year we've had, because my schedule was finally much more consistent in terms of travel. There was no travel. And I realized how helpful that was to a couple of my kids that they knew every Tuesday or Wednesday or every Friday, we're going to do something together. You know, whether it be go, go out to eat, see a movie or something, but, but that consistency really helped them with their, with their uh, mental health too. Yeah, good stuff, Tony. And it's awesome to see you. are definitely an inspiration to see the way that you do make it work. And, I, and that has been an underlying theme that I've talked to dads throughout the pandemic is that they've had an opportunity to spend more time with their family and do more things and stay home and stay present. Uh, so that's kind of been a little silver lining throughout the pandemic. And I have four kids myself, Tony. My youngest is my only girl. I know your daughter's too young yet. My oldest is 15. He's already starting to get into that world of uh, peer pressure and that dating scene. You've, you've been through this. What kind of advice did you give to your kids when they became old enough to start dating? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I ever put a, uh, a, a, some sort of limit number on that. I, I feel like when I saw that they started to be interested in relationships, then trying to give them the best advice I could. Um, but they definitely have a lot of freedom. Um, and you know, they all, they all were able to drive right when they turned of age. And that was another whole new sense of freedom. Um, I, I, I only have one girl and she's only 12. So, um, I know that it's a whole different issue with girls and, and dating. And so I'm going to cross that bridge when I get there. I don't, <laughs> I don't really have an answer for you on that one. Um, the yeah. boys are relatively easy, you know, all the, all the, the relationship they've been in were, were more from their circle of friends. You know, it's not like they're, it's not like they're going on dating apps or anything like that. 
Yeah, my, my girl's only six, so I thank God I've got a while to go myself there. So I'm going to watch you to keep an eye on what happens there for some okay. advice later down I feel the like, line. I feel like it's coming soon. She's turning 13 <laughs> next month. Well, God bless you with that. And I know right now, turning it back into skateboarding for a second here, one of the things, I, another thing I talk about too is how this every kid gets a trophy philosophy has been a colossal failure, in my opinion, uh, the, way, the, the way that that's played out. Now we see skateboarding into the Olympics for the very first time. And how does this, uh, how does the skateboarding in the Olympics going to contrast uh, to the skateboarding in the X Games? And is it going to change the focus from the skill set more on the award portion of skateboarding? How do you see this playing out? Well, it's not like the Olympics are reinventing the wheel of competition for skateboarding. And, and in fact, um, if anything, we're teaching them how you do make a competition out of skateboarding because it's so subjective that it's it's a little tricky to to uh, compare apples to oranges. So um, I think it'll I think it'll turn out well. I think it'll be one of the highlights of the of the games for sure. Um, what's different than the X Games? Well, the events there's not. The, the half pipe event, um, the vertical event, which is a lot of people come to know from the X Games. So that is not in that's not a discipline in the Olympics because um, but mostly mostly because other countries don't have access to those. But they do have access to the general skate parks, which is sort of a hybrid of of street elements and pool elements. And so that's that's the one of the disciplines that's going into it. Um, I, I don't. I don't think it changes the the uh, the approach of skating either. There are plenty of people who skate that don't care anything about competition, and they feel like it's it's their identity. They love it. They enjoy the culture of it. They enjoy the camaraderie of it. And then there's another faction of people that are all about the competition, and they're trying to get the sponsors, and they're trying to win the big events. And those all of those groups can coexist. Um, Sure, there's going to be a generation of kids growing up that see see skateboarding as an Olympic sport, as some sort of gateway to fame and fortune. But that was inevitable. I mean, you know, there was there was a group of kids that saw that of the X Games, and they wanted to be sponsored by Red Bull and Mountain Dew, and they wanted, you know, they wanted to be extreme. And so, um, hey, whatever gets people interested in skateboarding, I'm down. Yeah, and you've been responsible for getting a lot of kids involved in skateboarding. And one thing, this is sure to put a lot more kids skateboarding on the map for a lot more kids. What kind of advice do you have for the dad out there who's never been in the skateboarding world, never did it as a kid, whose kid now is interested in skateboarding, wants to get down to the skate park? What kind of advice? How would how would that dad try to scare the kid or get involved? I'd say be encouraging. Um, them find their own way and 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 look deeper. You know, on the surface, a lot of Parents get scared away from skateboarding because they think it has these negative connotations or influences around them. Um, just because of the, the history of skateboarding was that if you wanted to do it, there were there were no places to go. So you had to be kind of an, a rebel to start doing it at all. You know, you had to hop fences, you had to get kicked out of schoolyards and and plaza areas because there was no place to do it. But but people found a passion for it. So um, if you look beyond that sort of stereotype you'll see that these kids are highly disciplined uh very motivated very creative and very supportive of each other even though they're doing a, tr a, a sport that is individual based so i would say to parents let your kids sort of find their way don't interfere <laughs> you know that one of the worst things you could do is to go yell at another kid at a skate park for whatever dropping in on your kid um, I mean, unless they're putting them in grave danger, I understand. But 
if if you're going to try to police the other kids at a skate park, you're going to have your kid marked uh, for years to come. Well, I know yeah. from experience. <laughs> Interesting stuff. And then I, I know, Tony, you just recently dropped uh, a new podcast here, Hawk vs. Wolf podcast. What was the genesis of that? And what can the listeners expect to hear when they tune in? Sure. So uh, Jason Ellis is a longtime friend of mine, a pro skater um, turned radio personality who he and I started uh, with a show on Sirius XM about um, 16 years ago. We, we had a show called Demolition Radio, and it was successful, so successful that he broke out and did his own show called The Jason Ellis Show on the same channel. Um, I've since stopped doing my show. He has since stopped doing his own show. And we decided to come back together and combine forces for a podcast because I felt like we both we both started to get really good at what we were doing on the air. Um, and we were in a place where we weren't getting much support. So we just decided to go rogue and do it on our own. And uh, we're excited because I feel like b- between he and I, we have some really great stories to tell. Um, and we're going to have great guests. And our first episode was with um, Lizzie Armanto, who's a pro skater, who survived this horrific crash back in October. And so she told the whole story of her crash and her recovery from it. Um, and so I feel like we started with a bang and uh, we're, we're going strong. Yeah, very cool, Tony. I'm definitely I'm going to drop the link in the description of this podcast episode so my listeners can go over there and, and check it out. Now, there was rumors rumbling here that there's a new Tony Hawk pro skateboarder video game in development here. Is there? Can you add anything to that here? Any information on that? Or uh, maybe make this interview go viral? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have information on that uh, that I can give you. I, I know I think someone might have misspoke about that recently. And so I can't talk about it, but uh, I, I let's put it this way. I certainly hope so. I hope those rumors are true. Yeah, very cool. That's good enough for me here, Tony. And obviously Father's <laughs> Day is coming up here. It's around the corner. What does the perfect Father's Day look like for you? Oh, man. Um, I'm hoping to have all my kids in one place uh, because three are off in college now. Um, one is heading to college uh, after the summer. So um, a couple of them have been coming home since graduating um one is still in uh florida so if if he if i can get him home that'll be a great father's day i'll finally get to see all my kids again because it's been a while my my um like i said my son that he was in college in boston he moved to florida he's been there ever since and um i saw him for his birthday in march that was the first time i saw him in a year because because we were living in this crazy simulation yeah, I was, I was going to ask you that just now about the, uh, you know, how the pandemic changed every, everybody's life upside down. Do you have any kind of family traditions that you guys keep together that you do year in and year out? Were any of them kind of broken up by the pandemic? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We actually, we, we sort of forced one. We, we, we try to take a vacation with our kids every summer, at least, if not every summer and winter, where we'll, we'll go to, an, you know, we'll go to Hawaii or maybe Costa Rica or something and, and try to get everyone together for at least a week. And we knew that wasn't going to happen last summer, so we rented an RV and drove them across uh, across the U.S. and visited a bunch of um, landmarks, and that was really cool. Um, you know, it, it got hectic. There were at one point eight of us in this RV. <laughs> it's a little tight quarters, um, but whenever we would go to a city, we would get a couple hotel rooms as well, and and it was fun. We saw Yellowstone, we saw Devil's Tower. 
Uh, we went to the Badlands, and it was uh, there would have been no other reason for us to do that in the past. Yeah, very, very cool stuff, Tony. And obviously, you know, you're a legendary skateboarder and your legacy is secure in the skateboarding world and beyond. But what would you hope to be? What would you hope your legacy is as a dad? Um, that's a good question. I, I hope that my kids remember me as being available and important in their, um, in their growth. And, uh, you know, one that they can talk to. That, that, if, if nothing else, one that they feel uh, close enough to and, and confident enough with that, that they could share their their struggles and their concerns, because uh, that that's that's the best I could do. Yeah, very well said. And then obviously, uh, you know, we can't mention anything here, if, whether or not we got the game coming up. What other kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself in the future, Tony? What's coming up for you that we can look forward to? Um. It's been crazy. Uh, you know, suddenly there's this sense of emergence with people traveling again and, and getting together. And, and so suddenly my my calendar is booked nonstop. Um, and it's exciting. I'd say probably the next thing that you'll see me on a maybe on a bigger scale would be at the Olympics. I'll be there um, for the first part of it, uh, doing interviews and stuff. I'll be in Tokyo and, and um, they're not allowing they're not allowing spectators in Tokyo unless you live in Japan. So I feel lucky that I got the golden ticket and I'm going to be there to see the inaugural event. Um, other than that, uh, working on my skate park project uh, foundation, which is a, a foundation for public skate parks in underserved areas. And we've been doing that almost 20 years now, and we've helped to fund over a thousand skate parks. And um, I feel like we're hitting a stride now. And of, of course, with, with the Olympics coming, there's going to be even more, uh, um, desire for skate parks in in communities yeah really awesome stuff tony and the last thing i want to hit you with here i'd love to ask all the dads that i get on the podcast here what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening um advice i would say everything's going to change it's going to be exhausting it's going to be challenging it's going to be sometimes seem impossible but it's all worth it Stick with it. It's it's the best thing that's going to happen to you. Yeah, very well said. I, I love the message. This has been an honor for me. Tony Hawk, your first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks, man. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. i got to give a special thank you once again to Tony Hawk for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was such an honor to have him back on the podcast. If you guys enjoyed today's podcast, hit me up on Twitter. Drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Make sure you lock it in here for the rest of the week. A lot more action coming your way, including NFL superstar wide receiver Megatron. Calvin Johnson joins me on the podcast. Megatron will be enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame over the summer. Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Mike Piazza, arguably the greatest hitting catcher of all time, will be stopping by as well. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the other upcoming guest announcements. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Thank you.